welcome to In My Downtown, a podcast by the Michigan Downtown Association, where we feature stories about impactful projects and programs in Michigan's fantastic downtowns. This is Annette Knowles. In today's episode, MDA Executive Director Dana Walker converses with folks from Durand, Michigan, about their pilot project to install edible landscaping and what that project cultivated. Dana's guests include Mayor Kenneth McDonough, City Councilman Jeff Brands, City Manager Cameron Horvath, and Resident Project Lead Michael Nazarian. Let's join their conversation in progress. So the project that we put together was, it came from the concept of how do you make downtown more walkable? How do you make downtown safer? And how do you make downtown more enjoyable? We had, you know, a decent amount of empty buildings, and we were talking about doing what we could to revitalize the downtown portion of Duran. And that's where the conversation started. We had looked at several different ideas, and edible landscaping was a project that I had learned about in college in, in, in a sustainability class, and it's something that you see sporadically in, like, Europe where places have decided to integrate their edible plants in with just the, the beautiful plants, which in my mind are one and the same. So we brought it back to uh, the group here in Duran and discussed the possibility of taking about 30% of the flowers out, not gotten rid of, we just expanded where the flowers were, and replacing those flowers with plants that could be edible to the public. Um, it, it started off a little slow in the discussions, but it seemed like the moment people heard about it, it took right off. So in that first season, we were able to plant, I believe, 198 plants throughout just the downtown area. Wow. When did the project start? When was the first planting? Well, we had started discussing it while there was still snow on the ground. So a lot of us started, because we didn't know if it was going to be funded. We didn't know if it was going to be accepted or what was going to happen. So we started growing plants in our basement. I had uh, posted on Facebook several times. I had over 250 plants trying to grow in my basement in the hopes that this would get approved so that we would have a lot of plants to, to put into the city. Obviously, I lost some of those. Right. Jeff was finding plants and getting growing plants and residents were doing the same in the hopes that we, we could get this passed through. So we really started this at the beginning of the year. It just couldn't get in the ground until after, after thaw. Sure. And you've mentioned a few times um, the approval process. And Jeff, do you mind going through what, how that started? Like you have this idea, you know, the idea is there. What was the process to make it happen um, and who was involved in those decisions, in, in the final decision to say, yep, go ahead, plant these edibles in downtown? I, I want to back up a little bit. Um, Michael, I follow his podcasts and, and that, and he's always posting things on there. And I watched some of the videos and what caught my eye was one of a lady over in Europe talking about edible landscaping that new buildings that they have she didn't want i believe she said prickly plants and she'd <laughs> rather have vegetables and that and they plant them all over the town hey why don't we try this what do you what do you think and then that that started the conversation 
what we had to do to get permission was all the property that we were going to do down, you know, these, this landscaping downtown is it's all city owned. So we have to get permission from the council in order to use any part of uh, city property. To me, I, I, I took it as, you know, an experiment. Is it going to work? What are people going to think? Are we going to have any negative effects of it? And to be honest, I'm shocked at the success. Uh, we have never had, we'll say, not one negative comment. Right. Not one. And people have just, you know, you don't even have to ask them now. They go down, they'll look, they'll get a, you know, we, we say, or they say that, uh, well, I don't know if I can take this. I didn't help out. Well, we just say, well, when you pick a tomato, pick a weed. There you go. Sure. Yep. It's all done. We don't check your, you know, your ID. We don't make sure that you're from town. You can, anybody can take it, you know, and, and enjoy it. That That's what it's there for. Everybody. So that's amazing. So obviously it's been well received. Um, Cameron, what are, what are your thoughts about it? Um, you know, what have you seen as a positive come from this pro these projects? And, and so we'll, we'll go with that. And then I have a, a follow-up question for someone too. But Cameron, what are the positives that you've seen from the project? Well, what I saw the positives is all the people that were uh, picking uh, vegetables. Uh, people were excited. It really enlightened. It made the city look good, feel good. And what them two do with their committees and stuff, of weeding and stuff. You've seen them every Sunday. People talked about it in restaurants and stuff like that. And it brought the community together. That's what we need. And uh, matter of fact, we, there's another project going on. We bought rocking chairs for the downtown and that's going good. But the vegetable thing, I hope it grows and gets bigger and go into other parts of the city and parks and stuff like that. But there were, it, was, it was very a positive note. Everybody was excited. That's amazing. Jeff, what, what partners have you included in this project? Because certainly you've talked, you know, you talked about growing the plant. Clearly it takes more than one or two people to plant. It sounds like the, the vast number of plants that you had, the upkeep. Who else yeah. has joined you at this table? Well, we've, uh, you know, the Greater Durand Chamber Foundation, our, our DDA, our, we have a newly formed beautification group, which uh, was started by a local business owner and president of the uh, DDA, Lori Childs. And uh, with that beautification group, uh, I was surprised at the number of people that were showing up to, to volunteer, to plant, to weed, to clean up. Because I I don't like to say this, but usually it was me. <laughs> right. I was usually sure. what I do and introduce myself is you know I say if you see a guy with his head in one of these planters pulling weeds, that's me. <laughs> if you see a guy down there putting up Christmas lights at ten o'clock at night in the snow, that's me. I, I do. Right. And to find these people that, that came out, some people I've never seen before. It was great. They bring their kids, and it was it was awesome. They took ownership of this, and you know, uh, 
once you once you get involved you pay more attention to it and that that was that was the best part that made me feel good that people other people were interested in helping out and cleaning up the city a lot of people it's just it was unbelievable seeing the people and matter of fact we even got golf cart that was supposed to be the mayor's golf cart so i turned it over to them guys and they bought a trailer so they also haul the stuff around and trust me Every Sunday, you could see people working in that garden, especially what Jeff said. It, it surprised me, and I thought it was very good for the community, and people have commented on that. Well, it sounds like there's a real ownership, and um, that you're, you've created this this uh, project that people can want. They, they want to help out. They want to weed. They, you know, and, and that's amazing um, that some edible plants can and, um, and it sounds like it's going to uh, grow, no pun intended, into potentially, you know, bigger project or other projects yeah. like a domino effect. And, and that's that is with edible plants. Can someone give me some examples of some of the, the plants that you have? Go ahead, Michael. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a ton because not only did I get to grow some, other people get to grow some. But then once it kicked in you know, Ace Hardware was donating plants. People were bringing us plants. So there was a, a large mix. So there's, I think there was at least four or five different species of tomatoes from cherry to big beef. There was four or five different species of peppers. You could, you know, carnival peppers, even things people hadn't seen before. I had never tried Swiss chard. Well, that was an opportunity. We grew it right there. I didn't have to buy it to see if I liked it. I just yanked it out of the ground and ate it. So we had <laughs> different foliage. We had lettuce, spinach. If you could think about it, it was probably there. Hot peppers, mild peppers. There was broccoli. It, 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 if it could grow in Michigan, it got that opportunity. And then other groups within the city started donating. We ended up with fruit trees. Yep. There's apple and pear and peach now being strategically placed throughout the city so that it is noticeable yet out of the way. And as they develop, we'll continue to produce also. So are the are the gardens in planters or a combination thereof? You have to be very strategic with where you place these kinds of things, because although kindness programs are usually embraced, if you make a mess, it will not be. So we're lucky we have these bunkers, as they call them, but they're large cement planters throughout the downtown area. That is already watered. We have sprinkler systems in there. So we pulled about 30% of what was there and planted vegetables within them. And then as that started to happen, people started raising their hands, like the Union Station Smokehouse, uh, one of the local restaurants, once they learned that they could actually use that food to cook with after the state of Michigan and Shiawassee County both approved it, uh, we ended up just ripping their whole front yard out and turning that into a garden. And then they maintained watering it for us. So there are things in the ground, but there was also planters throughout. That's amazing. And Cameron, are you, um, so people mentioned it before, but people can make a couple tomatoes, cucumbers, whatever's growing. And it's, it's a big community garden throughout downtown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, the whole point of it. Um, you know, Michael and Jeff and the, and the crew and even a lot of the local businesses like Michael was alluding to just now kind of adopted, adopted the program and, 
wanted to volunteer and help out and said, Hey, you know, I got space here. You know, do you want to put something, you know, plant some stuff or can I plant some stuff here? And it's it kind of just grew organically again, no pun intended. And like Michael was saying with the union smokehouse, um, you know, they kind of took the idea and ran with it themselves to kind of offer a food to table opportunity, which is kind of a growing trend now, but um, sure. yeah, it, it's open to anyone. And, and at first you could sense like, like Jeff had said earlier too, there was a little hesitation and you know, can help out, you know, I'm not sure if I can pick this or I'm just a visitor, you know, what's going on here. Um, but the community overwhelmingly, you know, accepted it after a while once they, they knew the police weren't going to come arrest them or something for, for picking a tomato, but, um, right. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was the whole point. And, and it, uh, I know it's been mentioned a lot, but it really took off and, and people have, uh, adopted it. And, and as the end of the year approached, I mean, you, you hardly saw a plant that really had anything left on it and the stuff that was left. Um, I think the intent is to kind of cultivate the soil and rototill that in and, you know, use it as compost and, and do it again next year and for years to come. So that was the least to my next question. I'm not sure um, which one, which one of you gentlemen want to want to take this. But so what are the future plans uh, for these gardens? Are you expanding? Are you going to maintain? What what do you see as the future? Well, uh, this is Jeff. Um, this is just the beginning. This was, like I said, I, I consider it an experiment. And now that it's worked, it's going to expand, and I hope to expand it every year. You know, when I, when I see it, it created more foot traffic downtown, yep. people just going by and looking to see, you know, what it is. And one night, I more than one night, I I walked down through there just about every night just checking on the plants <laughs> and taking pictures and posting them on Facebook. And to see a young couple with a plastic grocery bag huh. going down and picking tomatoes, taking a cucumber here and there, taking a pepper. I mean, I don't mean to be dramatic, but it almost brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, this made me feel so good that these people accepted it and they appreciate it and they're using it. So yeah, we're, we're going to keep expanding. And so, and so another thing I guess I'd like to add, um, and this is a credit to Michael and, and Ken and Jeff and the rest of the council and all the, the contributors really is like, like we had stated, this really started out as almost kind of a donation. There wasn't really a whole lot of funds. There were some people that donated some money to buy seeds, local businesses donated some stuff, whether it was material or seeds or, or funds. But um, one of the key things, and this just happened, I, I believe, in early October is mm -hmm. Michael approached the council and the council overwhelmingly accepted uh, this program to be a permanent line item in our budget. budget. Um, and, and it's a permanent fixture now when we budget every year. So the city, the city will now fund, um, I believe, $500. And, and the intent is that, again, like Jeff said, you know, this is year two, and we'll see as, as the years go on if that number grows and, and it becomes something even bigger. Well, you led into my next question is the, the actual cost involved. Um, so it sounds like because of the volunteer work and, and donation of seeds and such, the, the cost 
the actual uh, dollar amount is fairly low and, and extremely reasonable considering what you're getting getting from it. Um, yeah. So is, is, would that be an accurate statement, do you believe? Yes. As a mayor here, I, I do believe, I hope this grows. And along with Michael, he's doing the trees. Jeff's doing that. And a lot of people, a lot of donations. And, you know, and we did the line item just to keep it funded because what we saw this year from the gardens, everybody's picking them. I, I've picked uh, cherry tomatoes, ate them myself, <laughs> but uh, it, it, it should go and continue. And I hope it continues and it, it branches off to other things that come in. We want to come in the city. And real quick, if I could, there's a lot of things that came from this other than vegetables. Yes. Jeff was right, man. In the very beginning, Everybody snuck around in the middle of the night to get some vegetables. <laughs> Everybody really felt like they were almost stealing. But by the end of the season, you could find people it, it, browsing the plants through all throughout the day. We, there was a mindset change that happened in town. We recently had an article that was, po that was uh, printed in the Argus that was from a resident thanking all of us because there was a community building project happening where they have met so many people downtown that they didn't even know lived in Duran. That is what we're attempting to do. Bring that unity, bring those groups back together. Every time two people sit next to each other, pulling weeds, they may not have gotten along the, the hour before, but during the project, they get along, they get along, they get to know each other and it brings everybody tighter we muddled along the first year and still produced between three and 400 pounds of fresh vegetables and fruits for people. And that is planting in what I would call dirt instead sure. of soil. soil right. So buying worms, composting things back in, there's even if we didn't expand square footage, the lessons learned and all the things that come along with it, it's going to be five, six, 700 pounds by next year. Hmm. It's very important. And People in town who maybe their houses, they hadn't noticed, but the lawn was a little long or they didn't clean up some things. When they were cleaning and helping us, they turned around and went, ooh, I better clean this too. Mm -hmm. Downtown is just looking better all on its own. Well, and it sounds like you have also not only a community building project, but an economic development you know project if you have people coming downtown specifically for the vegetables and you know then seeing other businesses and and browsing and maybe they grab a soda or something from somewhere while they're doing it so yeah so I, it, it's unbelievable how um, a couple tomato plants not to oversimplify but a couple tomato plants has led to this amazing project and and the ripple effect it's had it's it's awesome yeah, it's just in year one and just in year one that's right yeah, our, <laughs> yes. Just to uh, our biggest biggest expenses here was just uh, to make buying the tomato cages. Yeah. Other than that, we we spent what I would say less than two hundred dollars. Okay. For the first year, now we don't have to have the expense of the tomato cages. We have those, so next year will be even less. But I really appreciate the, you know the city council and the mayor, the city council for putting this line on them in there of $500 every year. There'll be nothing that we won't be able to do now. That's amazing. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you all for joining us today um, in this truly unique 
project. Um, and it, it just sounds like there's tremendous possibilities. You've already done so much. Um, any final thoughts? I want to make sure that we covered everything that, that you wanted to, to say about this, this project. Well, I'm hoping that other cities adopt projects like this. And if they want to, they can find on the website, uh, greeninglife.org, there's a spot for edible landscape. That is everything we did from day one on. We're currently working on those lessons learned and putting them in there so that we can improve it. Other people can learn from our mistakes real quickly. And that way, any town, anywhere, if they want to do something like what we've done, everything is already there for them. The research from the state of Michigan, the uh, Shiawassee County Health Department information, everything is there so that hopefully others can, and if they need help, they can reach out to Jeff, myself, any of us, even the, you know, the city, and we will be there to help. Fabulous. Love it. Love it. And then also just to thank the Michigan Downtown Association too for having us today and your continued partnership and support and recognizing our efforts. And, um, you know, we value our partnership with you guys too. So thank, thank you so much for having us and giving us the time today. Absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate that, um, that too. It is all about partnerships, um, local and and across the state. And I'm excited to see, uh, where you guys will be in the spring and don't be surprised if I don't uh, show up with my garden gloves on and help plant a little bit because it sounds, <laughs> it sounds amazing. So with that, I want to, I want to thank our listeners. And uh, again, please reach out uh, to the, the good people of the city of Duran. If you have any further questions about this amazing project and gentlemen, congratulations on, on something that um, I'm almost speechless. I just, I love, I love every aspect of it. And the fact that it's building your community and, and those relationships and, you know, people again, um, positively, uh, it's, it's outstanding. So thank you for your hard work and dedication to downtowns. You've been listening to In My Downtown, a podcast by the Michigan Downtown Association, where we feature stories about impactful projects and programs in Michigan's fantastic downtowns. We'd like to thank our guests from Durand, Michigan, and today's host, Dana Walker. See you next time. Thank you.